Welcome to the John Clarice Gomez Show, Jonathan. Welcome. Hello. Yes. Mabuhay. Yes, mabuhay. Yes, Philippines. That's it. Yes. What is a job of a comedian? It, it is very easy. What is the worst? Hang on. <laughs> This connection is so bad, bro. I can hardly hear. Say again. What is a job of job of comedian? It is very easy. Um, it depends. It's that, that's like asking a musician: Is music easy? If you've got the talent, I suppose it's it's something you have to do. The hard part with the comedy is actually selling it, getting the work, getting you know, monetizing it. That's that's the hard bit. Doing it is not as hard as actually making money out of it. Yeah, making a career out of it. That's not easy. Um, but to be honest, most comedians I know are extremely lazy people who are quite happy to work 30 minutes a day. What is Asia comedy? What Asia comedy? Yeah, interesting. It's uh, it's a very new um, new form of comedy for Asia. I guess the Philippines you've had a lot of influence from the United States, and so. The uh, the Pinoy and Pinay comedians I've met seem to be much more in the American style. Um, I've worked a lot in Southeast Asia, in uh, Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore, Cambodia, Myanmar, Thailand, Vietnam. A little bit different in style. Um, I think I think Asian comedy is developing its own voice. There's always been a tradition of, of comedy in Asia, but stand-up comedy is a particularly Western style. Um, there's no gimmicks, no music, no juggling, no dancing, no singing, yeah. no other affectations. It's just yeah. uh, microphone, spotlight, and talking. Yeah. And I've noticed the styles are, are very different across the region. So there's no really particular Asian style. Um, Indonesians tend to like things that are a little bit absurd. Um, Singaporean comedians uh, like to be very observational. Yeah. Indian comedians like to use a lot of big words and sound like they're university professors giving a lecture. <laughs> so it's really very, very different in different regions. Philippines, Philippines is one of the country that most people are happy. Comedy are pop are very popular here in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. There are many. I think the Philippines is lucky because they have such a high rate of English spoken and therefore if, you, if you're working in English, uh, you, know, you, can, you can work anywhere in the world. Philippines is a uh, former colony of America. Yes, yes indeed, and, uh, and Spain. So we can learn English easily. 
Yeah, you, you got your, your funkiness from America, America and your cooking from Spain, unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> but uh, um, I find the, the, the style of comedian comedy that, that the Filipino comedians are doing is more closely related to the American style. Yes. Whereas the um, we are Indian influenced comedians, by Indian, Americans Indian. when it when mm. it comes to art, like comedy, drama, theater. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think the um, the style that the the Indian comedians, for instance, and, and perhaps Malaysian as well, is more of a British style. A little bit more storytelling, a bit longer stories, less punchy. You know, you've got different styles of stand up. You've got your, um, your, your punchline comedians, which are set up, punchline, tag, you know, bang, 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 bang. That's very much the American style. The British style tends to be more whimsical, longer stories, convoluted ideas coming through layers and layers. Um, but because of the internet now, it's all becoming a bit of a, a bit. Um, Everyone is influenced by everyone now. It used to be very distinctive in, in differences, but now I think you find there are British comics who are doing very American style you know, one-liners, and there are American comics who are now starting to do longer stories. Although American comics have trouble with longer stories because um, it requires a little bit more thinking on behalf of the audience. And your American audience wants quick, quick gratification, fast food, fast medicine, fast ideas, fast talking, not many ideas, presidents, whatever, they want, they want a quick fix. Uh, the British tend to be a bit more uh, patient and waiting for a punchline. Yes. I, I saw you on a video in YouTube called Asia Uncut. Do you know that? John Yerman? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, guest, the guest of the show at that time is Julia Abueba, Motley Crew, and you, and you perform comedy. Yeah, that was interesting. That was um, 2008 or 2008 or 2009. You can't say anything that's too provocative or too dangerous. So it tends to be a very a much lighter form of comedy than the live performance. I think stand-up comedy should be live always. You know, it's something that just doesn't work for me on, on television. There are other forms of comedy that work on television. You know, sketch comedy is very funny. SNL Saturday Night Live. Yeah, Saturday Night Live. That's a sketch. That's made for television. Yes. Whereas you look at the monologues that uh, a lot of the uh, TV hosts in America which do a little stand-up comedy monologue. Yes. Most of the time it's not funny, many, they're just hitting uh, many late night, Many late-night talk show hosts in America are comedians like Seth Meyers, Jimmy Fallon, David Letterman. Most of them are comedians. Even Stephen Colbert. Mm. Stephen I Colbert. Think it's in doing stand-up comedy, doing live comedy, you develop a, a skill for thinking on your feet, you know, and so that makes it really useful in, in interviews, you can come up with quick jokes, uh, ad-lib a lot more easily, um, but mind you, looking at the, the monologues of most of those TV hosts, they probably weren't very great stand-up comedians, but they use the skills of stand-up comedy, and they use them very effectively in the talk show format. Yes. 
what is the difference of comedian and actor? Is there a difference on on that? Oh yeah, yeah. oh absolutely. Um, the actor uses the skills of a lawyer. Yes. Now I don't mean that in they a bad acting. way. They are they pretending to be something. They're convincing, convincing you there's something they're not, which is which yes. is a, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a skill. Uh, much, much like, like you know, politicians need that skill. Yes. And comedians, on the other hand, uh, are about really exposing the truth yes. and their own vulnerability yes. and, and making fun of that. So that's a lot more open, a lot more honest. Most of comedians... It's more real. Most of comedians in Australia, because when you watch... Do you know ABC comedy? Mm. When you watch ABC comedy, most comedy show on ABC comedy in Australia are political satire. Yeah, well that's, that's very, very much, much like, like that's the ABC in a nutshell. Political and cultural, that's what the yeah, TV station is all about. Um, but only about 5 or 10% of the population actually watch the ABC. They're not really indicative of the average Australian who is not a person who likes to think too deeply. Uh, Australian comedy tends to be very broad, uh, very in-your-face. Uh, our culture is like that anyway. We, we don't, um, we're not, we're not particularly polite and, and, and observing the usual uh, conventions of niceness and, and politeness. We're, we're very blunt, and our comedy is like that as well. Um, but it's going through changes. I think you know, uh, Australians aren't stupid. They just. Uh, they don't particularly like to talk about politics because uh, they have no control over it. They'd rather talk about sport. Yes. Sports. So they have no control over it, but they like to think they do. Yes. Sports is very popular in your country, Australia. Australian sports rugby. Australian rugby. <laughs> basketball is very popular because in the Philippines, because in the Philippines, in my country, mm -hmm. basketball is very popular. Basketball and boxing. In Australia, what is the popular sports? Well, in most of the states, uh, in all states of Australia, cricket is popular in summer. Um, but in the winter, there are four different types of football we play. Football, soccer. So the soccer is, is, is a minority sport in Australia. The majority of most of Australia plays Australian football, Australian football, AFL they call it, Australian Football League. In my state, uh, New South Wales and in Queensland, uh, rugby, rugby league, league is the, the most popular, popular game, yes. and, and rugby, rugby union would be second, second to that. So, so it's rugby union, rugby league, uh, Australian football, football soccer, soccer, and there's a little bit of American football, football played, played mostly by yes. expatriates, and it's very amateur. Yes. Uh, what is the, and let's talk about politics in Australia, what is the difference of Liberal Party in Australia and the Democratic Party because in Australia when you say Liberal Party is it is in right wing but in America Liberal means left wing why yeah, yeah. why is the difference of that well we talk about the, the, the big, big big L liberal and little L liberal the Liberal Party in Australia is very much like conservative 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 the Labour Party used to be social democracy. Social democracy. Unfortunately, it's not like that anymore. There's no social democracy in, in Australia anymore. All the yeah. major political parties, the, the yeah. two or three, because the government is a coalition of two parties, they are all basically in the pockets of the national coalition. Yeah, multinational corporations, and the people take second place to corporations. 
the environment is second place to mining and agriculture. So our governments are basically controlled by um, you know, world financial institutions and multinational companies. So when we say we have a democracy, there's not really any choice. It's uh, tweedledee or tweedledum, basically. Uh, this, is a, this is a plutocracy, means the rich is the most power, corporatism. But I think it's the same everywhere in the world. I think the politicians are just puppets for uh, for yes, invisible forces that actually yes. you control. You know. yes. Some people talk about the Illuminati or the cartels. I don't know if yes. that's Conspira that is a conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. We're certainly uh, we're certainly not told the truth by any political party. So Australians are very cynical. We don't trust our politicians. We don't trust our police. Uh, we don't trust authority in general. Which is good. Unfortunately, it's changing now. People are becoming puppets. This uh, this whole COVID nineteen. Yes, in uh, my country, in my country, the Philippines, there is a community quarantine happening in my country. But yeah. for we me, but for your country, in, in your country, in the Philippines, if if a uh, a political party wishes to dominate its people, it can basically do that. In Australia, we have to uh, trick our people. We trick them with fear. We, we, we create uh, enemies that don't exist, like terrorists and, uh, and, and viruses, pandemics. You are wrong about that. Because in the Philippines, many politicians here are tricking people. Because in the Philippines, there is a popular kinds of campaign that is by politicians to encourage many people to vote for them. Th that is called vote buying. Yeah, well, I think anyone who wants to do the best for humanity would probably be working for a charity. People who join political parties do it because they want personal power. I don't trust any of you personally, and I think I'm in the majority of this country and probably the world. I think human beings are sick and tired of the lies, the nonsense, and the manipulation. And that's why comedy is good because we can talk about that. Comedy can be an evolution. Yes. Make it look like a joke. That's what good comedy is. It's like a joke, but it's serious. Yes. For me, the best political ideology for me is direct democracy. Because, like in Switzerland, in Switzerland, if there's a law passed by passed by the parliament before become it's a law there will be a referendum the people decides who yeah. yes or no but in the philippines australia in america there are no direct democracy if the law if the wrong law is passed sorry you cannot you you, you cannot easily repeal that you must have for example if the liberal the liberal government in australia adopt a tax cut many people oppose that because it will benefit the rich the only reason to repeal that is to change the government by parliamentary election. For example, yeah. the Labour wants to repeal the tax cut, raising tax, so the people will vote for them and they will change it. But in direct democracy, people can change it anytime using people initiative. Yeah, well, you know, it's great in theory. I'm not sure that it really works. Switzerland's a very small population. They have. Yes over 200 cantonments or electorates if you like each one is represented by someone uh, directly to parliament we have a system which is federal parliament state parliament local government so there's three tiers of government which are often working against each other it can be of different parties um, we need a benevolent dictatorship there haven't been too many, too many of them in the history of mankind 
but, uh, but anyway, uh, yes, it's Gaddafi. I mean, Gaddafi, Gaddafi for instance. Yes, Gaddafi. In Libya, there is a free healthcare, free education in Libya under him. Yep, free education, free housing, free health. Uh, Even in Venezuela, Venezuela. Water, water was free. free. I, mean, I mean, the, the Libyan, Libyan government really looked after its people. people. But yes. because, because they, they wanted, wanted to pull out of the world banking system, system to create yes. a pan-African pan uh, economic, economic system, system. Uh, they, they were, were Gaddafi, Gaddafi particularly was, uh, uh, was vilified. Happy uh, birthday! And, 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 and was portrayed as some kind of evil, satanic dictator. And, and that was simply the control of the oil and, and the financial resources of Africa. Yes. Uh, Africa is a great victim of the, the U.S. wants to overthrow many socialist regimes like in Libya, Venezuela, in Yugoslavia, in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. They want to overthrow that because of the oil. They want to overtake the, the many sources. They want to yeah. you know, use to use that. I think, I think the, the fundamental, fundamental uh, driving force for American foreign policy is world domination. It always yes, has been. Neoconservatism is, is called the way that the United States supported Adolf Hitler. Both of the British and the Americans set up Adolf Hitler as a buffer against the expansion of communism. The tanks the Germans were fighting us with had engines and motors made in the United States. They're all drinking Coca Cola. Um, you know, the, 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 the railroad track into Auschwitz, which took the, 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 the victims of Holocaust, were, were laid by American companies, you know, so yes. it was a fake war, it was a fake war. World War II. Back in World War II, there is a alliance called the Alice, it's called the US, UK, and Soviet Union. Why the U.S. and the U.K. cooperate with the communist Soviet Union? You mean after, after the war? No, not after the war. Under World War II, when the World War II is happening, they collaborate with the communist Soviet Union, the American and well, the well, British government. Okay, well, well basically it comes down to the old saying, my, my enemy's enemy is my friend. friend. Yes. So, so in, in a case, case where uh, Hitler's expansionist policies were moving left, left and right, right. Unfortunately, that was against the ideas of yes. the original plan of the West. The plan was to have Hitler as a buffoon, as a, as a clown, as a puppet, and it turned out the puppet had his own ideas, and then he turned on his masters, and uh, in the end, the bankers don't really care. I mean, the Rothschilds and the, and the Rockefellers and all the rest, they don't give a damn. As long as they're making money, they'll sell, they'll sell bombs to anyone. Who do you think, who do you think was selling bombs to the terrorists? How do you think... Uh, bin Laden was trained in, in espionage. He was a former CIA yes. operative. Yes. Uh, the Bin Laden family has still got strong ties with the It's all you know, shams, all a rich man's trick. Did you know, Jonathan, the U.S. is funding Ukrainian neo-Nazi in Ukraine to, to fight against Russia because in Donbass, in the eastern Ukraine, the U.S. is funding a neo-Nazi paramilitary group called Azov Battalion. Their job mm -hmm. is to murder Russians, Russians and many anarchists and communists in that area. 
wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. I'm, look, I'm just hoping that, that all these conspiracy theorists who maintain that there are aliens in control, I hope they're right. I hope the aliens show themselves and maybe we human beings can realize that we are one. And we should stop all this fighting, divide and conquer, as has been the adage of our masters for years. But our masters are invisible. They're not the people we vote for. They're not politicians. They're faceless individuals. You know, there's. Um, the, 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 there's, there is definitely a, a small percentage, the, the one percent as they call it, the one percent at the top, who are just sitting back and laughing at the idiocy of the other 99%, and we're running around looking for face masks to keep out the flu, or, or uh, you know, having ourselves x-rayed and searched and getting on airplanes because of terrorists who basically are funded by the very people who are imposing these restrictions. So, yeah, you just can't believe it Yes. This is a revolution that funded that funded by the America. It's called color revolutions. Color revolution is a is a revolution that overthrows many left wing or right wing regime in left wing and right wing regime in the former Soviet Union. Like in Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia is not part of Soviet Union. They are independent nation but they have what, a leader what? called Slobodan Milosevic yeah yeah well that's over, in year 2000 there are there are revolution in Yugoslavia that many are right wing the US is is funding many right wing groups in Yugoslavia to overthrow Milosevic but they are not violent they are using non violence tactic but when i see that i'm very very angry because Yugoslavia Yugoslavia is a it's a very peaceful nation with uh, many well it's not a nation. if you're talking, talking about Croatia, Croatia or yes Serbia, Croatia Serbia Macedonia Montenegro yeah, Slovenia yeah, I mean, they've never been their, their leader Milosevic is a very socialist his policy is very for poor anti capitalist I think I those think lines, lines are blurred. blurred. I think they're irrelevant in terms of left and right, right. So, uh, yes. conservative, uh, yes. democratic, uh, yes. uh, socialist. They're, 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 they're nonsense terms. They're, 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 they're labels that keep us confused. Yes. Really, what it's all about, it's about the rich exploiting the resources and dumbing down the populations, being the slaves for their masters. That's what we are. We're a bunch of slaves. Stand-up comedy is one release. Yes. Sport is another. Time for me something other than the nonsense that's going on. Comedy is a cure for the problems. Yes, comedy is a cure for the for many problems. Can you press for it's an opiate, that's all. It just it just it just takes the edge off. It doesn't cure anything. There's no comedian in the world who's ever going to change the world. All he can do is give he or she can give you 20 or 30 minutes of release, much like uh, alcohol or drugs, except safer and legal. Uh, can you perform a comedy performance? Like in Asia Uncut, you are performing comedy. Can you perform mm -hmm. that today? In my birthday, can you perform that? Comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try I to forget. Yeah. Yes, yes, because the <laughs> because the people are listening in my podcast. Yeah, no, 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 no that was that was a bit of fun. fun. But, uh, but uh, to, to be honest, there again, again, when you do something, something on, uh, on television, you don't know what the editors are going to do to you. Yes. They can, they can, they can they cut can out the important bit that makes the, the last bit make sense, or they can take out the bit that makes sense and make you look like an idiot. 
I really, I really don't, don't like television, television as a medium for stand-up. Yes. It's, it's a wonderful medium for Even me, I don't, like, I don't like television. I don't watch news and TV. I don't watch CNN. In my in my county, Philippines, there is a GMA, GMA and ABS. But I don't watch their news. I watch in YouTube. There are many news like like left-wing news. Do you know Gavin Lep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lep, Australia. And the Juice Media, Juice Media in Australia. Oh, I know, I know, I know. If you watch every media source, you might get part of the story, but you never get the whole story from anybody. No one's got the story. And really, it doesn't matter. I mean, I think the one good thing about this COVID-19 which has which been has obviously, been obviously weaponized, weaponized as, a, as an uh, instrument of fear and control. control but, and I'm not and suggesting it was man-made or, or planned, planned, but it definitely has been manipulated since, uh, since the breakout of the pandemic. But what it does is gives us time to sit down, not go to work, not slave for someone else, spend time with our family and consider what's really important in life. And to be honest, I think... Uh, I think people, I think people are, 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 are starting to really second, second, have second thoughts about what they've been doing with their lives because they've been wasting them fulfilling someone else's dream. I mean, we should pursue our own dreams. Before we end, we, do you want to play a game? Um, <laughs> mini game, yes. Uh, I will, I will, I will put a picture of a uh, person and you will know it do you know this this woman she she is an australian politician his oh, name is letter b yes pauline hanson fish and chip shopper yes. yes she is a racist she's an idiot yes and i think all racists are idiots but you know what i watch i watch his i watch his video on youtube she was a contestant in the Apprentice, and she was a dancer in the dancer Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, 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 she's a bit of a national joke. Contestant. But, but I'll be quite I'll be honest. honest. Is, I mean, I don't like her politics. I don't like her opinions. I wouldn't like her at my dinner table. But she's one of the few politicians who actually says what she believes. What she believes is nonsense, mind you. But she but is actually, in her own way, way possibly the most, most honest, honest politician, politician we've got. got. And, that's and that's scary. scary. Number two. This, this is the next photo. Do you know this comedian? He is a cast of SNL and Portlandia. Do you know this? No, no, no. no, 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 no. That's, like a chemist, that's Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. Okay. Do you know that? I really, I really don't. I really don't. He's a comedian. The only comedians I actually watch are the ones that I work with. I'm not interested. I don't watch YouTube. I don't watch comedy specials. I don't watch Netflix comedy. And you know, for the same reason that I don't have phone sex. You know, I like the reality. If I'm somewhere in a comedian performing, I watch whatever language, whatever country. But I don't go and look for it online or on television. Yes. So I don't so really I don't know, know that many comics. comics. Yes. I know yes. the one I've worked with, 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 obviously. Yes. I don't know that many from the media. This is the last photo. This is the last. Do you know this president? He is a president of Russia. 
Do you know that? Uh, Vladimir Putin? Yes, correct. <laughs> or, or is it, or is or it is a replacement? replacement? Mm. There's, There's the conspiracy. The conspiracy. Yes, yes. He, he is a very popular in conspiracy theory. Yeah. He's very, He's very, very popular, popular um, with a lot of people, actually. Some people think that he is the, uh, the one who's going to keep America in check and possibly... I don't think so. I think he's just as bad as the rest of the world. He's done some interesting, some interesting things. things. He's broken the oligarchies and he's... Uh, He's a bit of a megalomaniac, I must say. Uh, but then again, you know, maybe you need to be a tough, a tough dictator. And that's what he but is. But his policy is very good. Because his policy is Russia first. He, he put Russia first before international and foreign, foreign policy. Yeah, well, that, that, that just comes out of nationalism again, which is another yes, nationalism. He, he is a uh, nationalist. You've got to put, you gotta put the planet Earth first and put people before that. Really, yes. no one's no doing, one's doing that. that. Too many vested self-interests, and I don't think Putin is... I don't know. I really don't. I don't know the guy personally. He scares me a lot less than Donald Trump does. He scares me a lot less than Boris Johnson does. He scares me a lot less than my own prime minister does. But more than that, I really can't say. Yes. And I don't think anyone can because whatever information we get about him, you can bet your bottom peso it's not true. Yes. Thank you for guesting. Well, thank uh, you uh, for, uh, uh, that, that, me, for letting me enjoy a little slice of Australian citizens with you. I hope I things are going well for you in the Philippines, the Philippines and everyone there. I hope you stay safe and, and, and healthy and, uh, and, uh, and just be with the people you love. If you're, if you're in lockdown or whatever, do you have a lockdown there? Do you have quarantine or lockdown or that? Yeah, it's tough. Um, but, you know, concentrate on the things that matter. And, Get online, Get online and learn, learn things. things. Take up another language, learn how to do macrame, do some cooking, cooking whatever. whatever. You, can, you can really you increase your skills at home if yes. you've got the methods. I'm, I'm, I'm an 18 years old now because I, I was born in 2002 and my birthday today and I'm an 18 years old now. And do you know that I have uh, autism? I was born with autism. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, it, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't seem, seem that, 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 well, yeah, you go. I tell you what, you won't really address your diet. Diet makes a huge difference. I had a, uh, a nephew with ADHD, and they just cut out the, the sugars and the uh, gluten. Uh, yeah, and basically, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he really calmed him down a lot. Because at the moment, the pharmaceutical companies are giving you amphetamines. You know, Ritalin and things like that—it's ridiculous. So uh, don't trust pharmaceutical companies. They are the worst of drug pushers. They should have been shot before the guy selling marijuana. Yes, thank you for guesting. Yes, thank you. All right, mate. You take care, brother. And happy birthday again. Yes, sir. Happy birthday. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.